Today's podcast is brought to you by The Artist Guide, attention unsigned and independent artists and inspiring music business people. We all know it's, it's important to get your music out on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, and even Apple Music, but uh, there's something that those platforms all have in common, right? And that's that they offer little to nothing that helps you really truly market your music uh, to your fans and get discovered by new fans. So look, that's where The Artist Guide comes in. So it, it's The Artist Guide to selling your music without iTunes, right? What they do is provide six alternative ways and platforms to use for not just selling your your music, your new album or your single, but for also selling your uh, physical products like merch, bonus content, and apps and widgets and things of that nature to help get your music out to the world. So look, head over to theartistguide.co. That's the artist plural uh that's t-h-e-a-r-t-i-s-t-s guide.co if you go there uh right now and to get more information but make sure you use my special promo code right it's s-o-d-d itunes 25 that's going to give you 25 percent off at checkout um, of your download so make sure you go there again uh, that's the artistguide.co and use my promo code s-o-d-d iTunes 25 at checkout to receive 25% off. Uh, get your music directly to your fans and find a tool uh, to make new fans with the artist guide to selling your music without iTunes. So um, you guys know, and, and, I, and I've said this so many times um, here on this podcast that we are very uh, fan supported. And whenever we can truly connect with fans, we try our best to do so. And uh, with that being said, I'm always looking for uh, new things to talk about, uh, making sure that I'm, I'm coming across directly to you guys and using you guys uh, to really get the best content out as possible. And so from time to time, uh, I'll ask you guys to send us questions if you have questions, if there are concerns or things of that nature that, you know, you just want a little more insight on. And I actually got one of those questions yesterday. Um, as a matter of fact, from 100 Grand Roy. So uh, first off, shout out to him because he's always listening to the podcast and he's always texting me and, you know, hitting me with questions. And so yesterday, um, oh, and that's uh, at 100 Grand Royce um, on all social media and everything is spelled uh, just how it sounds. So uh, but he asked me a question yesterday that really stood out. And I was like, man, you know what? I, I may have to talk about that on the podcast. And, and so I just gave him a heads up. And so the question was, he said, how do you feel about re-recording or re-releasing old music um, or standout music from projects that didn't get much traction? And, and first off, I absolutely love that question. And I was like, man, I got to talk about this. It, it, it was some uh, great thing. So I, to sum it up, I'll tell you exactly what, what I text him back. And I was like, hey, what's good, bro? I'm all for it. It's new to someone else. That was a short answer. Uh, but for today's podcast, I'm going to really dive in to tell you the reasons why uh, you should be re-releasing um, or re-recording old music. Uh, so first off, just like I told him, that music is new to someone else, right? And so if you have some music, especially it, it's kind of hard for artists to um, fathom that concept because you put your all into your music and you want it to be received immediately, right? And, and you want people to understand and see your music and, and hear it as soon as you hit upload on whatever site you're hitting upload on, right? Whether that's iTunes, Spotify, um, 
SoundCloud, Audio Mac, wherever you put your music, you want people to hear your music immediately. Uh, the truth of the matter is, if you're new, you're independent, um, you're in those early stages, everybody's not going to hear your music when you first put it up. You may be excited about those 500 listens, and, and I'm not knocking it, man. I, I remember the first time our podcast hit 500 listens on an episode, and I was so excited. Uh, I was happy. And the truth is, 500 people is great, but it's not 5 million. It's not 500,000 even, you know, it's not 5,000. And so I say all that to say that just because 500 people heard it and those 500 people may be your core fan base, the rest of the world has not heard it. You've heard those stories again and again um, about how a record finally pops and the people in your neighborhood and the people in your city are tired of that record because they've been hearing that record for almost two to three years before it pops. A uh, perfect example is Fetty Wap, My Way. Um, that that record was a huge hit. Or no, no, Trap Queen, excuse me. That record was a huge hit in the Jersey uh, area. And it popped and now the world got a chance to hear it. And it just so happened that that one record that he had been performing in clubs and uh, so many venues in the tri-state area, you know, they've heard it time and time and time again. But now it's it's out now and, and it's a bigger record and now more eyes are on it. And the thing is, when more eyes are on your music and more ears are on your music, even those people that heard it two, three years ago, they get excited about it again because to them it's starting to feel like a new record. And what they're going to do, they're going to definitely go out and brag and tell you, like, man, I heard that record two years ago. I've been on, you know, uh, Fetty Wap or I've been on 100 Grand Royce or I've been on whatever your artist's name is. That y Your true fans are going to say that. But that means nothing to new fans. New fans could care less how old a record is if they've only heard it for the first time. So uh, with that being said, I 100% agree and support you re-releasing and re-recording old music and putting it out especially if it didn't get that much traction now if you had a song that you know did a million guess what re-record it add a different verse add someone else on it and put it out the world will never know yeah a million people heard it that's cool but now you have the opportunity for three million people to hear it that was the whole idea of a remix back in the day you go in and add another verse or you go in and add somebody else on it and now it gives the song fresh new life uh, we just saw that with um, fat joe all the way up with him and remy ma record is starting to pick up a lot of steam a lot of traction right now i'm looking on bds right now as i record and that record is on urban it is sitting clean at number 11 with almost 2,300 spins to be exact 2,352 spins a week, right? And as that record is picking up traction, it's, it's moving. It's been on the charts for nine weeks. It's up two spots. Now it's at 11. Well, Jay-Z just hopped on the remix. So guess what's going to happen now? Now that record is going to feel like a brand new record for those who haven't heard it. Fat Joe and Remy Ma added new verses. Uh, it's going to feel like a new record. And now you're just going to see that record starting to slowly move up the charts even more. And so there you go. It's just going to keep going. And, and now what's even crazier is you're going to start seeing Fat Joe, Remy Ma, Jay-Z all the way up. 
you're not even going to know it as a remix. You're just going to start hearing that version. And so for you people that never heard the record, it's going to feel like Jay-Z was always on the record. And so it gave the record new life. And that's what you're doing here with re-recording or re-releasing music, older music. You're giving it new life. Now it's all about how do you properly set up that old music. Now, so you have to give your music an honest and objective listen and determine for yourself, is this song worth re-releasing now if it's so, if it's a song that's very uh personal to you and you feel like it was, it was a song that more people should hear then the first thing i would do is listen to the recording make sure that it's high quality make sure that it you know at the time when you recorded the song uh, you did it the right way. Maybe you were trying to cut corners early on or maybe you just didn't have the resources. Well, you know, a year and a half, two years from now, you, you may have those resources. So listen to that song again. Find out what could I do better? Could I make a verse better? Uh, could I deliver it better? Go in and re-record that thing and then figure out a plan to put that music back out. You know, you can re-record it and put it up. That's cool. Yeah, but you want to make sure that you're packaging it the right way. I'll give you guys a great example right now. Um, some of you may haven't heard of this guy, but you should start paying attention to him. His name is Deontay Hitchcock. Um, I came across his music um, a couple of months ago um, for, for a recommendation of an artist that gave me uh, an artist uh, who I should be looking out for to perform at, at one of my events. And so, you know, I went and checked out his music absolutely loved the record the record was called good intentions right absolutely loved the record and i was like hey this guy has something special and so i invited him out he performed he put on a dope performance um and you know i was like hey I, this is somebody i can see in in my stages quite often he he's a dope and talented artist and so you know a month or so goes by and all of a sudden, I'm just he, he starts doing these things on his Instagram, these short video, especially when Instagram went to where you can um, freestyle a little bit longer. But he was just starting to freestyle in his car, just very quick, simple freestyles from the car. And they're about relevant topics. And he had one about Donald Trump and, and Hillary Clinton. And that pretty much just blew up. Some kind of way, one of those freestyles that he did got to uh, Charlemagne the God from um, Power 105, The Breakfast Club. And, you know, he reached out and was like, hey, man, send me your contact. And, of course, everybody saw that. And, you know, the retweets and everything started happening. And all of a sudden now, you know, people are really paying attention to him. So he has a, a an EP that he's getting ready to release. It's coming out on the 29th, um, I believe, called The Good EP. And so as a smart person would do, he had that record. That record was already moving. Um, it had maybe like five or 6,000 spins on SoundCloud. He took it off of SoundCloud, repackaged it, made it sound a little bit better, and re-uploaded it a couple of days ago. And now, you know, a song that he had up for maybe two months with 5,000 spins, he repackaged it, put it back out. Now that he has a little more attention on him, and it had 10,000 spins in a matter of a couple of days. And so that's just one of those quick examples of, you know, there's a more a better setup now. He has more eyes on him. So when he releases something now, a, a song like Good Intentions, it feels brand new to a lot of people. They've never heard the record before. There's more eyes. Re-release the music now. It seems like it's a bigger deal than what it was. Perfect timing, right? It's all about that perfect timing. So... 
do the same thing. If you're starting to get more traction all of a sudden, you can re-release a whole project. Change very few things. This happened all the time. Um, early days, you'll have rappers like, you know, Eminem, for example. His um, The Infinite CD that he put out, a lot of those songs ended up on his Slim Shady LP uh, when he finally came out on a major label. And, and so it just goes to say, if you have songs, man, just repackage those things, put them out, just put them out in the right way. You have to make sure that you're packaging these things um accordingly so don't have that anxiety uh don't feel like you can't um re-release music don't feel like people are going to call you out trust me your core is just going to brag on you that's what's going to happen they're going to say oh man i already heard this record before but they're going to listen again because if, they, if they're truly your core they're going to listen to see if there was any changes so maybe there's a remix or maybe he added a new verse or maybe you know something changed on it maybe the beat changed they're going to listen and if you're new and I don't know you, I'm going to listen, you know. So uh, it's all about that repackaging change. Sometimes you may have to re put out a song, put out a song, re-record it and change the artwork. You know, early on, that artwork could have just been OK. And now when you update the artwork, things look a whole lot better. Right. It's artwork that makes it, it caught my attention. Now you have an actual press release as opposed to just hitting upload and kind of having to set it and forget it mentality. You're having a new run at it. So you can do this over and over again. You can do it on projects. You can literally put out a project, re-release it, re-release the project, say, hey, I'm putting it out. And this time, maybe you want to add something to it, adding bonus content to it. Uh, the guy, homie, uh, Jay Coop. He's going to do something like that very soon. I don't want to give out those details because I haven't got his permission to give out those details. But he released a project, Good Day Atlanta, came out last year. Very dope project and uh, came out July uh, of last year. Very dope project. Project starting to receive a lot of traction. He's going to re-release it and put it out in a, in a very unique way. And when he does that, it's only going to get more attention on, on the project. It's going to fall, fall on new ears. And when it falls on new ears, they don't know that that project came out in 2015. They don't care. They just want to hear new music. So uh, before I leave you guys, because this is going to be a very short one today, I'm going to give you two quick tips on how to re-release your music, right? So number one, make sure that that recording uh, um, is better. So make sure you have a higher quality um, of your music. So you may wanna go through, listen to it, make sure it sounds great, re-record it. And then the second thing that you wanna do um, is do a soft tease, right? Uh, so don't just do the same thing you did last time, simply upload, set it and forget it. No, you don't wanna do that. What you wanna do is make sure that, hey, send out a press release. Treat the record brand new. Don't even tell people that you're re-releasing the record because if you're going to say that you're re-releasing it, now you already put something in their head, letting them know that this is old. Kill that. Don't say anything about a re-release. All you need to do is simply take it off wherever you had it. If it was on SoundCloud, I know you're worried about those numbers. Oh man, I built those numbers up. Forget about that. Take it down, especially if it's a single. If it's a project, um, you know, you can kind of play with that a little bit. Uh, but what I would suggest doing, if you're going to re-release it and treat it as it's new, treat it as it's new all the way. So you should be changing the packaging slightly, 
right? You got to change that packaging. Don't come out with the same artwork. It's not going to do you any good. You got to treat it like it's a brand new project all around. So take it off of SoundCloud, take it off of AudioMac, take it off of whatever you had it on, except for your iTunes and stuff like that. You can keep getting that traction. But what you want to do is update everything. So if it's going to be a new song, update the artwork, um, update the features, do something. You got to treat it as it's brand new and re-upload it to SoundCloud, right? Re-upload it to audio mac or whatever you're using and you're gonna push this thing as is a brand new song the re-upload is so important because you're gonna see that the numbers are gonna start over so in my mind if i see a song that only has about you know 30 or 40 listens then it's gonna in my mind i'm thinking it's new and so when i send that out to um to all the blogs or send it out uh to your friends and everything they're gonna feel like it's a new record because the count number um is is new so don't be afraid to start over starting over is never a bad thing uh once you build enough enough traction starting over can actually benefit you because now you're seeing who's really rocking with the record as opposed to people who were just giving it a casual listen right so if you had ten thousand spins on it before if you re-release that music now with a better marketing plan, uh, you're, you're going to you should notice that people are really rocking with it and you should double up your spins to the very bare minimum. Uh, but it's all about the approach and it's all about how you put that music out. So uh, that's it. I know this is extremely short, um, but it was a question that came across and I definitely had to make sure that I get it to you guys as soon as possible. Right. So uh, I do want to say shout out to Raps and Hustles. Um, you can follow them on all things social media at rapsandhustles.com. Everything is spelled correctly. Uh, they do have uh, some great packages that they're offering uh, reposting services. They're also doing um, videos. Uh, so you want to make sure you check out. Uh, their videos is very great uh, content that they're providing over on their YouTube channel. So that's youtube.com slash raps and hustles. Definitely go and check them out. And most importantly, let them know that straight out the den sent you. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And we do thank you guys for listening to the podcast. So um, if you're listening right now on SoundCloud, thank you. I appreciate it wherever you're listening, but make sure you go to iTunes and subscribe comment and rate uh on the podcast and let me know uh what you think you know send me some questions we may answer them uh directly here on the podcast but the only way that we're going to know is that you go on and comment uh, on the podcast you can also do that on google play we are in the google play store now uh, i've had a couple of android users reach out to me and just personally thank me um uh, Trust me, I wanted to do this a long time ago. I uh, have been waiting and they finally made it happen, right? Uh, so I'm thankful for <laughs> for them doing that on Google Play. Um, it's really increasing our listener base. There were so many of you guys, Android users, that truth be told, just didn't want to listen to it on Stitcher um, or TuneIn. You wanted to have something that was kind of intuitive and already there. And... Um, you know, kind of like the iTunes app is on, on the iPhone. So uh, it is on Google Play if you're one of those people. Uh, so simply go to your Google Play store, type in straight out the den. It will be there all of the episodes. And you know what? We did this a couple of weeks ago and I forgot to announce it, but we are now at a hundred and uh, I don't we're We're at a hundred and something episodes. This one here should be. 
Uh, let's see if I go down here, scroll all the way down to the bottom here. So this episode here would be number 103. So I forgot to do this a couple of episodes ago, but we've reached over 100 episodes. So uh, thank you guys for listening. It's been a great ride. Uh, we're going to continue to pump these um podcast out and hopefully they're helping somebody you guys have expressed to me uh on you know just about every social media platform that you're enjoying the content uh so thank you for listening uh i only ask for you guys to please share these podcasts because that's the only way that we can really and truly grow uh we did have one comment uh shout out to art by odell um homie is very dope he has a podcast of his own um odell speaks uh in round table and he's also uh working um at a dope blog um and it's leaving my head right now i'm so sorry odell why why can't i think about it uh i'm gonna shoot myself in the foot for that but he does a lot of writing uh for the for uh, com. sorry jforce.com uh, he does a lot of writing for that site uh and they're a very dope hip-hop site too but he has um he writes twitter rants gets on the blogs part two said enjoy the twitter rant show jay had the pleasure of doing the get on the blogs uh show yes he did he was on the get on the blogs podcast you can go and search that and listen to that great information about how you can get on the blog show with um with you and, and we came came gave out some great information you went in more depth with this show we definitely need to link up for a part two yes we will do that and social about social interaction great idea odell we deal we definitely need to do that say keep up the good work jay love to see what you're doing so thank you for that uh make sure you follow him on all things social media at art by odell that's a-r-t-b-y-o-d-e-l-l on all things social media so that's it this week i do appreciate you guys for listening once again um if you have questions comments concerns feel free to do that on itunes or do that on google play we read every comment, so feel free to do that. If you do have questions that you want to send me directly, you can either go back in these past episodes, you'll find my phone number. I'm not going to give it out again, but I did give out my phone number on one of the podcasts. You'll have to listen to find out which one, or you can just simply email me at podcast at straightoutthedent.com. So thank you for listening. As I always say, if you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. See you guys next week. I'm Jay Good at Straight Out The Dent.